The first and best victory is to conquer self. Welcome to the Conqueror Approach, a journey of self-mastery. To cultivate our mind, body, spirit, financial literacy, and allow our light to shine upon the world. Brought to you by me, your host, U.S. Navy submarine veteran and entrepreneur, Musa Mikkel. Let's conquer. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you and wish nothing but happiness, peace, and abundance for you. Today, we're going to be talking about intermittent fasting. And since we're talking about mind, body, spirit, intermittent fasting is a practice that strengthens all three. It is an essential element of our animalistic and primitive way of life. And it dates back to the beginning of history. And even to this day, us and any other species, uh, our bodies perform very special, magical tasks. When we let it, the body is able to renew and, and heal itself in a fasting state. And even thousands of years, years ago, Hippocrates, 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 I forget how to say his name sometimes. I think it's Hippocrates. We'll go with Hippocrates. If you know how to say it, you can correct me. It's all good. But he said, everyone has a physician inside him or her. We just have to help it in its work. The natural healing force within each one of us is the greatest force in getting well. Our food should be our medicine, and our medicine should be our food. But to eat when you are sick is to feed your sickness. That's powerful. That's powerful, but we still don't, we still didn't listen. We still don't listen to that wisdom. We don't look at food as medicine. Not all of us, at least. A lot of us think the drugs that the pharmacies have is real medicine, but that's just drugs. Mood, medicine is food, and food is a medicine. And then you understand that and allow our bodies to do its healing that is designed to do, will understand what disease is. Our body's just at a unease. There's a dis of ease in our bodies. <laughs> our bodies are miracles and they're constantly performing magical tasks as we are not conscious of them. So what is intermittent fasting? What is that? I mean, we fast, every single human fasts. We just don't really look at it as fasting. But when you eat the first day or the first meal of the day, that's your breakfast, right? Your break fast. You're breaking your fast from the last time you ate. Anytime you're not eating, you're fasting. So intermittent fasting is the concept of extending that time when you're not eating. Because there's a lot of benefits to allowing your body to process its food, not constantly digesting something. And it's a challenge. It's a challenge to get used to. But it's the way we were designed. We weren't designed to eat constantly. 
And I'm, I'm guilty of it too. I eat. I eat a lot. Even though I've been practicing intermittent fasting for several years, I, some, I don't do it every single day. You know, there's days I, I should do it and I don't because I want to eat and be fat. But <laughs> it's okay because I'm just trying to share, shed some awareness on it. Because this one practice, this one understanding of how fasting works can be the key to losing weight, lowering blood pressure, reducing inflammation, lowering cholesterol, boosting your brain function and alertness, reducing insulin resistance. And then another main, the main process, I believe, is autophagy. Most people don't know what that is, but it was undeniable after Japanese cell biologist Yoshinori Osumi won the Nobel Prize in medicine based off his studies and research on autophagy, which is pretty much the cells removing and replacing old damaged cells with new healthier ones. So pretty much a, the idea of our cells recycling itself and renewing itself. And this happens in the state of intermittent fasting or even extended fasting. So what, what, what is autophagy good for? You know, what does that even mean, recycling cells? Like we, we know our cells are recycling cells, millions and millions of cells per minute, constantly. And even though it's doing that, autophagy simply means self-eating, right? Auto means self, phagy means eating. So self-eating process. And, and sometimes those cells are damaged and there's toxins and other things that need to be removed and detoxified from our body. But simply the cells that are damaged being eliminated so new, healthier cells can be born and grow. But the main benefits are protection against cancer, being able to fight off cancer cells and, and remove those bad cells, as well as detoxification, slowing aging, amongst many other things. Please research it, take a look at it, because autophagy can really do wonders for everybody. We just got to know. We just got to know how great it is. And when I started really looking into fasting was when I was on the submarine, I noticed we were fasting, but we didn't really think of it that way. It was just the only way for us to make it work. Having three eight-hour sections where we would rotate every eight hours for who's on watch and who is being relieved, there had to be a meal every eight hours. So by default... You would eat at least every eight hours. So when you wake up, you have a meal. And then you go on watch for eight hours. And then you get off and you have another meal. You can choose to stay up for that third meal in eight hours or by sacrificing your sleep. Or you would go to sleep. And then go to sleep, you'll wake up and eat that meal again. So if you didn't stay up and eat that third meal and you just ate the one in the, when you woke up and after your eight-hour shift or watch, you would essentially not eat for another 16 hours till the next morning, which you wouldn't really think of it that way because, you know, at that point, would you rather sacrifice a few hours of sleep for a meal than just go to sleep right after eating? I never really did that. And some people did, but most people wouldn't stay up to eat that third meal. They'll just go sleep so they can wake up and, you know, repeat that routine. 
And I noticed when we were on extended underways or deployments for weeks and months, almost everybody in the whole crew would lose weight. And I thought it was weird. And I didn't, I didn't really understand because we weren't eating that much healthier than... I'm, I'm sure they weren't... Obviously, they weren't eating as much. That's what it was. You know, when you're in summer and you eat those two meals and that's it, you're not really eating all the junk food, fast food, or extra meals that you would eat when you're not underway or on a submarine. So our, our eating was limited. And then we would have that 16-hour period of not eating, or about 16, 15, 16 hours where you wouldn't eat. And I thought that was interesting, that almost everyone would lose weight on deployment. And not, not everyone would work out. <laughs> You might think, yeah, you're in the military, you're working out hard, you're being healthy. No. Now, half, half, some of the guys lived on rock stars and, and monsters and Red Bulls, right? <laughs> Health wasn't necessarily a priority, but they'd still lose weight because of the eating habits changed. And I thought this was interesting, so I read more about it. I read uh, the warrior diet. I started reading more about fasting and what happens in our body when we're fasting. And it, it truly is a miracle work in of itself. Fasting allows our bodies and our organs and our liver and our kidneys and, and our just, just all of our cells to kind of detox, renew itself. Our gut allows our gut to rest. And then you heard all the benefits before, weight loss, lowering blood pressure, reducing inflammation, lowering cholesterol, and, you know, reducing insulin resistance, boosting your alertness, Autophagy, which can heal you uh, from many diseases and ailments. Uh, and even in just 12 hours of not eating, which might seem like a lot, but it's really not. It's really not that much. If you stop eating at 6 p.m. and you eat at 6 in the morning the next day, that's 12 hours. That's kind of early. If, if you wake up that early to eat breakfast, that's 12 hours which a lot of things can happen in that. When you're not eating anything or consuming any calories, carbs, fats, sugars, you can enter into ketosis, which just begins utilizing your fat for energy. So you don't have to go on this keto diet where you're just eating a bunch of fat and avoiding carbs or you know anything like that. Fasting can take you into that state. You know, in 18 hours... The body produces significantly more ketones. So again, 18 hours might seem like a lot. But if you stop eating at 6 p.m. And you don't eat until noon the next day, that's 18 hours. So you skip breakfast, essentially. If you skip breakfast and eat lunch, that's 18 hours of fasting. Now, a lot of people might even do this without even knowing that they're skipping. They don't just they don't feel like eating breakfast. And I'm sure you have it because there's a lot of days I'm not hungry when I wake up. I have no desire to eat. I just listen to my body. Don't overthink it. Don't force yourself to eat breakfast if your body's not needing it. You know, if you do eat, if you do want to eat something just to have your your fuel for the day to start your day off. You know, maybe eat something light, like fruit. But then within 24 hours, this is the big one, within 24 hours, autophagy begins to break down damaged cells, proteins, and begins cellular and, and tissue rejuvenation. 
Now, 24 hours is challenging. I'm not going to lie. To not eat for 24 hours can be a challenge, you know, and it's not something that you need to do on a daily basis, but it's something that you should try to do and see how you feel, right? Obviously, if you talk to a dietitian, a nutritionist, even talk to your doctor, because if you have some health issues or certain health conditions, you might not be able to do 24 hours without consuming any calories, But another important thing is while you're fasting, you still need to stay hydrated. So when I'm talking about intermittent fasting, it's not like cutting out everything, right? That's a a different type of fast, and that's just pure willpower, but you want to stay hydrated. You don't want to damage your body. And the more water you drink, your body can use that hydration to help detoxify and help rejuvenate, okay? And there's, I'm sure you've, if you've ever studied Intermittent fasting, you probably heard of the 72-hour fast or the water fast. Those can do amazing things for people as well. Definitely very challenging, but definitely you can do your research and and know how to do it properly. And obviously, if you are concerned about going that long without eating, you know, and and a lot of you people, a lot of people might think, I can't go 24 hours or whatever without eating. Like, I'm always hungry. But it's it's actually kind of unique the way our body works because you will be hungry if you're not used to fasting. You will be hungry. But after a certain point, your body almost knows. It's like, I'm not getting any food, am I? I don't think you're going to feed me. Let me stop being hungry. (laughs) And then you stop being hungry. It kind of just shuts off and you're not hungry anymore. And then eventually it comes to the point like, all right, I should eat now because it's been a while. Let me let me eat some let me eat something, and that's kind of what happens when you fast for a period of time, sixteen hours, eighteen hours, twenty plus hours. You might not even be hungry. You know, you might be hungry in the beginning portion of your fast because your your mind is conditioned to eating so often. But you might not you might not be hungry. I know plenty plenty of times I fasted for twenty hours and I wasn't even hungry. But after twenty hours, I was like, all right, I should eat. Because I don't want to go too long without eating. You know, I want to be, I still want to maintain uh, high performance. And, you know, don't go extremely long without talking to a doctor or doing more research based on your conditions, right? You know, if you want to start off, start off probably with 12 hours, which is doable, you know, for breakfast, definitely. And if you don't, if you don't do 12, at least start there. If 12 is easy, bump it up to 16. Skip breakfast. See how you feel. A lot of, a lot of this is listening to your body, understanding, because your body is very smart. Your body knows when something's wrong, and it tries to tell you when something's wrong. If you get a headache, your body's trying to tell you, you know, you didn't drink enough water or you're malnourished or whatever. And certain parts hurt. Certain things are hurting. You got to listen to that. When you're feeling dizzy, that's not normal. What is your body trying to tell you? Okay. Uh, people with diabetes may need supervision uh, supervision, and not to attempt longer fasts, right? Because blood sugar, insulin, all those things, that's like a conversation to have with a nutritionist, 100%. Not saying people with diabetes shouldn't fast, but just need to... Talk to a professional about that, and but definitely consider it because fasting may be the exact remedy you need 
to reverse diabetes along with proper nutrition. And facilities out there, there are facilities out there that board and monitor people for fast from days to weeks, you know, but that's a whole nother level. That's something you could look into if you want to board and, and do it with, you know, properly with doctors and nutritionists. Uh, there are facilities that do that, which is pretty unique. I'm going to actually try one out uh, and see how that works out. But uh, simply start with a 12 or 16 hour fast, stay hydrated, talk to a dietitian and nutritionist if you need any additional supplementation, eat food full of life and colors instead of junk. All right. There's not junk food and food. There's just junk and then there's food. You know the difference. You're smart enough if it's natural, if it's from the earth, if it's loaded with vitamins and minerals, if it's plants, it's probably good for you. If it's greens, it's great for you. So help your body. When it's fasting, your body's rebuilding itself. Your body's constantly renewing. Your cells are constantly renewing based off the nutrients and the quality of the food that you eat. Literally, literally, you are what you eat. That's not just a saying. If you're a if you eat a lot of potatoes, you're just a potato. No, your body literally uses that to rebuild itself. You're made up of trillions of cells, and those cells are born of the nutrients that you consume. So, help your body do what it's supposed to do. Let the the organs do its magic that we're gifted with, and let's live a healthy full abundant and life full of vitality all right and there's i, I talked to a nutritionist uh named bianca pavon she's a great nutritionist check her out on biancapavon.com she has a free ebook on intermittent fasting intermittent fasting 101 super quick to the point great information it's free gives you a little bit more background right and she's a licensed nutritionist and does a great, great job explaining the benefits and pros to intermittent fasting, how to do it, and how, you know, things to avoid when you're doing it, right? And one of the big keys that I was messing up for many, you know, a long time was consuming certain juices or drinks that have any type of calories or sugar while I was fasting. Now, you want to avoid all calorie intake when you're fasting, right? And simple questions like, can you drink tea, coffee? You can drink those things, not with sugar and honey and sweeteners and all those things, but plain, plain tea, uh, unsweetened, unflavored. Those things will help you, right? Because it's antioxidants and whatnot. You want those things. You want to consume that, but you don't want to drink, you know, a mocha schmoka latte while you're trying to fast because that sugar is going to break your fast. You're going to as soon as you drink it, you're going to be out of ketosis if you're in it, uh, and you're going to tell your body to start digesting whatever you consume, which kind of defeats the whole purpose of fasting. So now you're just hungry and tricking your body, and you're, you're not really getting the benefits that you should. So check out that book. Do your own research. Intermittent fasting can heal you. Remember, health is wealth. Take care of your body. It is your temple. Don't take it for granted. Take care of yourself, fast, eat right, get some exercise, move that booty, and have a blessed, healthy life. Reach out. Let's connect. Much love. That is all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you found any value in this episode, someone you know will also. 
please share, subscribe, leave a rating and review so we can reach more people, have a farther ripple and a larger impact. Stay grateful. I appreciate you. And remember, you are a conqueror.